0: to a new episode of It Is What It Is podcast. As always, I'm your host, Jay Robinson, and I'm here with a special, special individual here today. Uh, Shantrice Marshall, who is an up-and-coming author, just released an amazing new read. I'm not going to tell the title. I'm going to let her introduce that. Um, but I feel that this read can most definitely have an impact on our culture, on individuals, um, and, and how they perceive themselves and others around them. Um, There are many stories that we're going to discuss throughout the book that I feel are influential and can create change for the better. Um, So, Chantrice, welcome to the show. I appreciate you coming out. Talk to me. What's going on?
1: Hey, hey, hey. My name is Chantrice Marshall, the author of I'm Not Cursed, or Am I? My book talks about generational curses. It's more of a step guide to show you how to break generational curses. Mm -hmm. It gives prayers. It gives affirmations. It gives blank pages where you can journal it gives different scenarios of generational curses that I believe that we all may have in our family.
0: Okay. So I think that I get an overview of what the book is and an understanding of it, but can you break down what is a generational curse?
1: A generational curse is a curse that goes from family to family. It's like a pattern that we hmm. have in our family. Um, it just basically repeats itself. It's a repeated cycle of okay. an evil spirit.
0: Okay. So can that be something? I mean, are we talking witches and warlocks? Or are we talking about <laughs> something deeper than that? Are we talking like individuals who three generations suffer in poverty? Are we talking about? Absolutely. Uh,
1: okay. I, absolutely. I would say more uh it's not really it's an evil spirit it definitely is but it's it's more of a curse within a good spirit as well because the favor of god can break those curses Mm. once you become aware that you are living in a generational curse the favor from the lord can help you to break the curse and also skip the curse if you can pray it off your kids if you can pray it off your grandkids just keep it moving
0: Okay, so I'm not super huge on religion, but I'm also religious if that makes sense. Okay. So I'm break not a, that
1: down a little bit. Yeah, for
0: sure, for sure. When I always say that, people say, Oh, you're an atheist, and I'm like, I'm definitely not. I believe in a higher being. I simply just don't believe in every single story of the book that we all know. Okay. Um, I simply say that I live on the old old laws that like our grandparents taught, us, at least should have taught us. Okay. Treat people how you want to be treated okay. and all that good stuff. And I feel like if you do those good things, More times than not, you'll be okay in the end.
1: So you don't believe in, like, the Tad offering and just you just believe in giving from the heart?
0: Yeah, for sure. Like, even when I pray, I'm not a big prayer for self. Like, if I'm going through something dramatic or just something at all, I'm not going to pray about it. I feel that I could lace my boots up and get through it. Like, I push through things. But on the other hand, if I see somebody else going through something, I'll pray for that. Okay. I'll pray for you to, to be better and be well and whatever you're going through, I hope you get through that. Okay. Um... So when we get into generational curses, I feel that perception plays a point or plays a part of that. So not everybody can understand that they're in a generational curse. They can simply say, like the podcast, it is what it is. I'm just in this shit because I'm in this shit.
1: Yeah, that's true. And so many people do do that as well.
0: How do you gain perspective to understand that this isn't it? This isn't where it all ends and must stay and it's not how it should be. And then you move out of that. How do you go about doing that?
1: By having a strong man frame. When people sit in stuff, it, to me, it makes you weak. Okay. Because you're not giving it your all to break your poverty. You're not giving it all to break the generational curse. You're not giving it all for something that you want in, inside of you, but you just right. don't know how to get up and get it.
0: Now, see, I think that plays, that's all true, first of all. When I'm talking to friends, colleagues, or whoever it may be, and they saying I, I'm trying my hardest, my damnness to, to 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 be better. And not even like to be funny, like when I I'm a sports guy. Okay. So I grew up like with Kobe Bryant. Everybody who knows me know Kobe Bryant is like the end all be all when it comes okay. to sports. Um in fact I didn't even understand what people cried when celebrities passed away just because I was like, You don't know them. But yeah. I cried when Kobe, when Kobe Bryant, dead, like, yeah,
1: that was tragic. And
0: that's it because really I realized what he taught me outside of the game. I say that to say this, having a mentality that giving it your all isn't enough. Yeah. Like, when you reach a breaking point, break through it. It's a breaking point. It's not the way I look at it. It's not for you to break. It's for you to break through that. Yeah. So...
1: And then that goes back to Only the Strong Survive.
0: Facts. Yeah. Facts of life. Um, I know you
1: say you're not kind of religion, but I kind of always go back to God. That's cool. When... You do get to that point where you have given it your all, I would say you got to take it to God.
0: Gotcha. Okay. Even
1: before you give it your all, you got to take it to God. Now, that's just me personally. I don't want to have the religious debate. No, you know, no. Everybody have their own thing. But yeah, so, to me personally, I would say with God, all things is
0: possible. So this is just me out of curiosity then. When you're giving it to God, what's the next step? Like, you, I'm assuming in giving it to God, you pray about it, you talk about it with him, What's the next step? Like, what do you do as a person, as an individual next?
1: Having trust and faith and also putting the work in as well.
0: And that makes sense to me. Yeah, having
1: trust and faith and leaving it with him and not picking it back up and not trying to go a step ahead of him. Okay. You know?
0: Okay. Being patient
1: and taking his route. If you're going to take God's route, he's going to lead you to where you got to go. But if you're going to and now i'm gonna do it my way now i'm gonna do a god way now life be my ass let me run back to god right you, you ain't gonna go far
0: you're taking an l at that point absolutely and that that see now see i've never heard it explained like that every time i hear like the give it to god it's more like i pray about it and then what I, whatever happens happens and to me logically no. that doesn't make sense because no. if you do nothing nothing's gonna happen and doing the same thing is le- legit insanity you're absolutely. doing the same thing hoping for a different result so I like, I like how you broke that down though. That makes perfect sense to me. Um, so within this book, like you stated, there's stories, there's nuances, there's little what we call nuggets, like pieces that you could take and, and grow upon. But how did you come about all of these stories? Or how 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 did they become, become a part of the book?
1: I've been trying to write this book for over 10 years. Now this just my favorite line. Anytime anybody asks me about the okay. book, I gotta let them know. But when I was first starting to write the book, it just was like, what is a generational curse? It kind of started with me going to church and hearing my pastor yell, like, be happy you're not your mama, you're not your daddy. And that's mm-hmm. not to say something's wrong with your mother or your father, but it's like, what's not so good traits Are you happy you didn't hear it from your mother or your father? Are you happy sure. that you didn't run out on your kids like your daddy did? Are you happy that mm-hmm. you're not an alcoholic like your mama is? Like, we love our parents, but what not so good traits? you like, dang, why is they like that? Like, I don't right. want to be that way. Um, just staying in blessings of that, really.
0: That's that's definitely a uh a fact and a truth. And when
1: it came to the different story titles, it kind of was like observing my family, observing other people, observing mm. uh ways that people have that they don't even know that they like that. It's like okay, alcoholism, drugs, divorce, colorism, um being gay, Unhealed Childhood Trauma, which is my favorite chapter on Unhealed Childhood Trauma, which is my favorite chapter on Unhealed Childhood Trauma because okay. I feel like so many people are living in un- unchildhood trauma and they pass it on to their kids.
0: Do you want to elaborate on that? Like, I, <clears throat> Excuse me. How do you, as an individual that whether you have or have not, when you go through childhood trauma, I always had the notion of like, if something traumatic happens to me, I don't want to have that happen again or see somebody else go through it. Absolutely. However, in this particular situation, childhood trauma that's ongoing means that somebody went through it and then is reenacting that same trauma onto someone else. Yeah. So how do we how do you get to that point where now you're inflicting the same trauma that you once suffered from?
1: Inflicting it on somebody else is a generational curse, period. It is just that simple. When you do the same thing that was done to you, you live in a generational curse.
0: Gotcha.
1: And with childhood trauma, I feel like we all have something from our childhood that happened to us. That some people overcame, some people didn't. Some people experiences was not so bad. Some people experiences. Was good. I mean, was if you tell us to somebody else, they'd be like, that's all you went through? Yeah. Like, come on, I didn't sure. even the way worse. <laughs> right. But it's like that stuck with you and molded you into who you are. You could have experience from you just sitting on the curb waiting for your daddy to come pick you up and he always letting, he always lying to where somebody have a childhood experience with their father and he just don't come, period. You haven't right. seen him for 10, 12 years. Right. Everybody gonna take it differently.
0: And what's was not even funny, was what's peculiar about that is that I just had a conversation with my with a couple of my friends. And we were talking about situations that we went through as chi- as children. Mm-hmm. And my notion is that one struggle is not more significant or less significant than another. Yeah. Because what may break you may seem like nothing to me and vice versa. Yeah. And, and, and it's okay. It's just we react to things differently as people. Yeah. But something that you said that I want to go back to was, because I feel like more people are um, inclined to experience this aspect, is when you're something like your parents. Yeah. And I don't think that a lot of us acknowledge it. Mm-hmm. And if you did at one point, you didn't do enough to change it. Yeah. So, like, I say that to say, for example, for me, I always heard, like, oh, man, you're just like your dad. My dad is great. Don't get me wrong. He's he's dope. Mm-hmm. But um, he has a temper. Okay. And I always heard, like, hey, Jay, your temper is just as bad, if not worse, than your father. Okay. And me growing up, not saying I had a super horrible child. My child was great. Okay. but there are moments where I see my pops get mad over the slightest thing, you know, to drop up and down. He could just flip. The fuse is so short. Right. And I always said, okay, I never want to have a fuse that short. Okay. And it took for me to have, this is years. This took for me, like, my mom to say things, my grandma to say things to me that just were like, damn, I'm actually having a good day. Why you think I'm mad? Because your <laughs> face just look angry. Like, yeah. you just look mad today. And I'm like, I'm not even, you making me mad, saying I'm mad saying type bad. of thing. You feel me? Yeah. And, um... <laughs> But it took it took for me to look myself in the mirror and and be honest, and then like
1: maybe I am my father.
0: Yeah, and maybe I do have a really short fuse, and maybe my fuse is shorter than my father's in time. Maybe if I don't change something now, I can grow to have a worse, uh, worse temper than my dad did. Yeah, and yeah. I, I've done that. I've changed that, and but that's it,
1: good that you were aware of that and you took yeah. those steps to better yourself to break that generational curse. Because if you didn't break it, what's to say if you didn't you had a son and he came out to be Ten times worse than you and your daddy temper. <laughs> <That> was, <laughs> Y'all like, what's
0: wrong with this little boy? <laughs> now look. Like now you, now you talking truth that I do have a son. I just have oh, my you son. Have yeah, a son? Okay. yeah. He'll be uh two in February. Okay. And you can already see it in him. Like see, he has like on. a little a little temper to him, but yeah. that's why I'm here. I'm gonna help mold him, help him control it. You and then, break that for him. Exactly, that exactly. Good. I'm gonna help him out. Um, but that's crazy that you said that because I literally have one. Okay. Um so when it comes to you as an individual, like your growing up, your education, your parenthood, okay. I, I, how, how was that for you?
1: Me, I am a mother. I'm a nurse. Um, maintaining it all. I have three daughters. You know, I want to attempt to be better for them. Okay. My parents had me when I was 15 years old, so I was raised by my grandparents. Okay. So that was a blessing. Um, I kind of got an old soul and I move on morals and values. So if you don't have that, I just got to move to the left. I'm all about morals and values, respect, loyalty. So I would say just always trying to become a better person and always challenging myself to overcome the things that I have been through.
0: Okay. there's something you said that, um, I don't know, it didn't trigger, but it was just like, it just stuck with me. Okay. You said you were raised by your grandparents and that was a blessing. Yes. Most people wouldn't say that. Yeah. Why would you say it was a blessing?
1: I would say because my parents were young, um, At fifteen I have a 15-year-old daughter. Okay. So at 15, I couldn't see her having a baby. I couldn't see myself having a baby. Right. So if you didn't grow up with an awful childhood and you actually came out better because of how you was raised Mm -hmm. versus what you could have been through, it makes you more humble and it makes you like, okay... What what do I have to walk around angry for? Like, my right. parents are still alive. They probably didn't raise me. But guess what? I didn't get the short end of the stick. Right. You know, I wasn't... Nothing happened. Like, I had a very good childhood. So, I would just say being more... Um, counting your blessings. Counting your blessings. Versus looking at
0: the, the looking what at I the didn't bad. have. Yeah. Right. And did you always have that like ideal of thinking? Or did that come about? Because I could just imagine, like, if, you know, I don't know... Father-daughter dances, things like that. Like, I'm assuming, like, maybe your grandfather took you, but did yeah. it not mess with you as a kid? Like, my, my actual dad isn't taking me or anything like that? Or was it just always just cool?
1: No, I never felt that because I actually have two grandfathers that played a big part in my life my since my childhood. So it was that's like, dope. if I want to get my way with this one, I was getting you my get way that. with the other one. So <laughs> I really didn't feel it. That's why I really have to be blessed. I really have to count my blessings with that.
0: that. that that's truly amazing. So when it comes to you as a parent, how do you go about parenting? Like what you have three girls. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that in today's society, women are changing for good and for bad. Yes, and- definitely with social media. Social media is one of those things. My
1: parents' skills is very challenging right now with a teenager. <laughs> I ain't going to sit up here and lie and be like, yes. oh, yeah, I got it all under control. No, it make you question your parents And with For a sure. teenager, like, what am I doing wrong? Like, come on now.
0: I feel like I always feel old when I when I look back at it now. And I'll be like, when I was a kid, my parents were like, you can't watch this, can't watch that. Yeah. I'm like, there's nothing to it. It's just X, Y, yeah. Z. Yeah. And then now that I'm older and I got nieces and nephews, I have. Boys and girls on that side. So when I see them like looking and saying, I'm, "Hey, bro, cut that off." Yeah. We ain't yeah. Do- Nah, we ain't doing yeah. that.
1: It'd be the lust stuff. Oh, my friends do this. They parents let them do that. Nah, they don't make it right
0: though. Yeah, that's that's their parents. Yeah. Um That ain't this household. So I wanted to jump into a couple chapters with you. Okay. Um, like I said, I read the book twice. Oh, thank um, yeah, you. I okay, read it twice. Okay. So I read it one time, then we chopped it up, and then I said, let me run back through Ooh, it again, yeah. just because I thought it was a really dope read. I feel like, and, and this is one of my, I don't do resolutions often. This is probably my first time doing a resolution in the past like, eight years. Okay. And it's because of your book, though, that thank I said, you. I wow. want to read more, for sure, for sure. That,
1: um, that means so much. <laughs> I'm dead
0: serious. I said, I want to read you. more, whether it be an audio book or a reel, like me okay. sitting there reading the book. Um, and I'm a, I'm a I'm a knowledgeable guy. I know a lot of things, but a wise man knows he knows nothing. So okay. um, I feel like that'll be beneficial to me. But in reading mm-hmm. your book, uh, I want to go into like chapter one and getting into these stories. For one, they're captivating, okay. especially if you if you experience them and they're intriguing, even if you haven't. Mm-hmm. So you talk about a specific tr- struggle or incident uh, that offers a unique perspective towards a solution. And how you should should respond to certain situations, and I've grown. Like I said, I used to have a temper, and I've grown now to always have a level playing field in your mind about a situation. Okay. How do you go about doing that? Or how do you develop that? Because you seem like a level-headed person as well. But oh, I, know is... a little,
1: I ain't gonna lie to you. This is a little bit of cap right here. <laughs> Talk to me,
0: then. Talk to me.
1: I let's let's keep it a buck here. Um. You high-headed? Yeah.
0: You high-headed? I ain't going
1: to lie to you. you off the
0: cusp with it? Like, you got short fuse? or?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Why why do we have a short fuse? Better question, better question. What makes you tick? Like, what's that thing or those three things that make you say, how many times I got to tell you X, Y, Z?
1: Probably when someone does something to me that I would not do to them. I saw the gel That's a big, 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 and them
0: big, big. knowing that you wouldn't do ex- that Absolutely. to them. Absolutely. Yeah. I feel
1: like I'm one of those people where you get one time, you get one time for a bad vibe, one bad, one time for like to rub me the wrong way. Mm. Like I'm really not even a people person, so when okay. it comes to that, it's like,
0: yeah. Okay, I, I already. I got don't that.
1: think, but I don't think that's a good thing though because i could rub somebody the wrong way and not even know it i could do something to somebody and it's like but you got like i think that's probably a little bit of being stubborn as well
0: it's possible i feel that i'm a good reader when it comes to people i've been told like that's your little superpower okay and i read everything call me analytical if you will about people okay and i could get that vibe from you already in a sense of you're not a big people person. Yeah, and it's not. I don't think person. I didn't take it personal. I just think that you're somebody who plays their cards to their to their to their chest and, yeah. and doesn't show them until I know you. Yeah, and Absolutely. it's like. And that's why, like, even when we were talking, I'm like, hey, this is open form. This, that, and the third. Like, yeah. I want you to be relaxed. Yeah. What type of wine you like? like
1: <laughs> why you... was that uptight? It's,
0: it's not even uptight. It's just okay. I could tell that you got a guard. And it's okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. I feel that some people now, nowadays, and maybe in the past as well, but I wasn't there back then. When somebody has a guard up, they instantly take it as disrespect or some type of negative connotation that maybe they did something wrong. And that's not the case. That person just has their own way of going about doing things. Yeah. And I understood that as soon as we talked on the phone, just like from the words you choose to the pause in your conversations, like, yeah. Even you coming in today, you know what I mean? Like, I pay attention to all that type of stuff. Yeah,
1: that means you're a real observing person. I
0: try to be. Because some
1: people don't know that about me. They're like, you're so nice and you're so welcoming and you always having stuff at your house mm-hmm. and you're just so family oriented, but it's like,
0: um, nah, I, I get. The, I gotta
1: really, really know you.
0: That's like, a, really and, know
1: you, and if I don't know you, probably got one time, it's like oh, I'm gonna keep you at a handbag.
0: Yeah, and I don't that.
1: dislike you. I don't like you, but I'm just you know, nah. You I don't know
0: me? you for real. Yeah, yeah you're yeah. not in the circle yet. That's all that means. Yeah, um, and I can respect that. I'm the same way in the sense that if you're not in my inner circle, then or even connected to somebody in my inner circle, you probably ain't gonna converse. Yeah, my inner circle, Maurice. Reese. Pop, shout out to saying?
1: Reese. Shout out to Reese. Oh, shout shout out to friend. You know, got set up this interview. I appreciate that. Jumped off the porch. but The book release party, the next day, like, hey, I got somebody I want you to interview with, so I do appreciate that.
0: Man, that is my dog. That's my brother forever. Um, that's, like I said, my brother and him are like best friends. Okay. I grew up with him. He literally stayed in the house across the alley from me, so okay, okay. I come across the alley, shoot ball at Miss Thomas' crib, okay, come okay. back across the alley, you know what I'm saying? Like, I see him every day. Um, but yeah, shout out to Reese. So in chapter two, you said, I believe that to be aware is to be alive.
1: Absolutely.
0: Let's, let's, let's uh, unpack that. What does that mean?
1: To be aware of yourself, to be aware of morals, values, to be aware of principles, to be aware of how you grew up, that you could change it, to be aware that social media is not real. It's cloud. Just... To be aware, to be real,
0: basically. So, so we live in Chicago. We know the ins and outs. We know the nuances. We know the the tourist attractions, but yeah. we also know the bullshit that come with it.
1: Absolutely, and, and where to stay from and how to move.
0: <laughs> exactly. I know. I'm keeping a buck. I know when I'm driving through EP. Hey, don't don't do no crazy shit. Yeah. You know they they bored here. Yeah. But I also know when I'm going through six third. I'm protected, put it like that. From police? Uh, from everybody on 63rd. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I'm protected. You, you say
1: you plug. <laughs> yeah, I'm, pro-
0: I'm protected. Meaning like, I mean for self-protection. Okay. Um, But how do you tell somebody that is in a situation that's less than to really try to, not even really try, because they, they can say they tried, okay. but how do they take... A look at their life through a different lens if everybody around them has the same glasses on.
1: That's so crazy that you said a different lens because that's really all it is. That's it. It's to look at life through a different lens. Um, That's a tough one. That's a tough one. That's when that favor come in. That's when that strong mentality come in. That's when the one that's to break the generational curse come in. Because if you're sitting in something, you just like, dang, everybody around me like this, so it's normal. Right. So how do I change it? You got to want to change it for yourself.
0: I agree. Um, I think that, and I'm not saying in a, saying this in a way that you're in that situation because you are. Like, it's not your fault you're in that situation. Yeah. Talking about somebody born in poverty yeah. or in a less than situation and growing up, that's not their fault they were born in that. Yeah. Now- it is your fault, however, you're still there. I always say when I'm talking to my friends, like like, I, like we talked about before, there's always somebody that has it worse than you. Yeah. My, my situation is, is is nothing compared to somebody else's situation. Mm-hmm. And with me saying that neither one is less important or more important, mm-hmm. it comes down to that individual where somebody that's 25 still living in that same situation for 25 years, I'm mm-hmm. looking at you different versus somebody who's 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, yeah. 14, 56, 17, 18, I thought I knew everything and I ain't no shit. Yeah. At 25, I still don't know shit, but I know more than what I knew at 18. Yeah. And then and within that 18 to 25 range, in my opinion, that is the time where you're putting efforts into something. Yeah. It may not be the most uh, uh appealing thing to do, but you're putting efforts somewhere. So I gotta hold you accountable for what you're putting your efforts in. Yeah. And therefore, when I talk to somebody that I grew up with, and they in a situation where I'm like, bro, you was in this situation at 21. We 30. Yeah.
1: That's
0: nine years ago. Yeah. You still playing. Yeah. And you would tell me, oh, no, nah, bro, you know, you just had, no, I didn't have shit. I made mine. You yeah. can't tell me that anything I have wasn't earned. Yeah, You can tell me that you had, a, you started on level negative zero and I started, I mean, on negative three and I started on zero. I don't give a shit. We both ain't started at 10. Yeah. We both yeah. didn't. So- You should at least be at three, four, five, bro. I'm not telling you be at twenty, but you should be somewhere higher than where you once were nine years ago.
1: Yeah. I think people get tired of doing tired of doing the right thing and tired of putting in the work. Hmm. So they go the opposite way. So they take the shortcut. So they go with the statistics. So they do the scamming. So they do the quick come up. Yep. You know, and then it lands you right back at square one. I mean, that was one to me, just trying anything. Okay, I'm blessed to be a nurse, but I wanted more. So, it's like, let me try real estate. Let me try life insurance, but I'm not, like, really giving it my all. So, it's like, yeah, back to square one, back to square one. You know, just be happy you're a nurse. And I'm like, nah, let me do something and give it my all. And that's what I did
0: with this book. That's for sure. Um, And I can tell you did with this book. Like you say, you put 10 years of work into this. yeah, And it shows. And if it can inspire somebody that's already doing well, and I'm I'm talking about self right now, I think that it can more than help someone that's less than. Yeah. And I think we all—I don't think I know—we all want more in life. Like shout out to J. Cole. J. Cole said, "If you're looking for money, you're never gonna have enough. It's always gonna be more. I just want five hundred thousand. You get five hundred thousand. I just want a meal. Get a meal. I want ten. So
1: you gotta chase the purpose. Hey,
0: man, you just pulled that right out of me for real. Like you chase the purpose, you chase the creativity, you chase, Absolutely. and that's what this podcast is. It's about something that I love to do versus something that I have I to do. To do. Yep. And I've gotten to a point now where what I have to do, I'm already successful. Okay. And now I'm doing what I love to, love do, to do, and that's yeah. create.
1: And that's what it is. That's what nursing is. That's my foundation.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, now it's time to do other things to walk away from my family. Exactly. Once I do it the right way, you know.
0: And and I found myself like now that I'm in this new I don't know new vibe a new light it's like oh, uh, let me learn about stocks let me learn about this let me learn about that yeah. all the stuff that like we still again on level zero yeah. on because these are things that i talk to other cultures at a way younger mm-hmm. younger time in their life versus us at you know 25 30 just now catching on Or like, oh damn i could have been
1: yeah
0: yeah um but it's cool though as long as we- once
1: you learn the obedience Mm-hmm. And the skills, you could probably master anything that you really want to do and put your mask on. Agreed. Once you do the dedication, once you be obedient, once you be disciplined, pretty much can master anything that's going to create more doors as well.
0: That's a fact. Shout out to, um, I'm going to say another quote. Shout out to two folk Kobe Bryant. He say uh, in a commercial, <laughs> it was funny, but I don't know. I'll take it, again, I'm a big Kobe Bryant fan. So I'll take it to, 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 to the chest. He said, are you a different animal and the same beast? And he was talking to Ye in a a commercial. And Ye was just saying, I got all these plaques, I got all these awards. I got everything. What more is there to do? And he was like, but are you a different animal and the same beast? And once he retired from basketball, arguably one of the greatest basketball players of all time. my opinion, he is, but that's arguably. But you look at what he did outside of basketball. He didn't take no time to go win different awards in different industries. And that's why I say, Are you a different animal in the same beast? He took that same energy, tenacity, discipline, understanding, Mm -hmm. nuance, creativity, hard work, and just put it into a different industry and was just as successful as he was in the first industry. And I agree with you when you say, like, as long as you have the discipline and the the foundational structure to learn and grow, you could apply that to anything Anything, and be successful.
1: Anything. You don't got to have the... High school education, I mean, the college education, the license, you know, um, people ban up all these properties. They ain't even took one real estate class. Facts. And it's Facts. like.
0: I'm about to be one of them. Yeah. Facts. Okay.
1: <laughs> blessings, yeah. blessings on that. Well, let's,
0: let's go into a chapter that is going. We're going to talk about it. We'll just get into it. Okay. It's chapter four. And it says, was I born this way? And I literally wrote, I took notes,
1: obviously. Yikes. I
0: literally wrote, let's talk about that. I this have chapter. to
1: rewrite that chapter a lot of times because I didn't want to offend nobody, to be honest.
0: Talk to me. Why we are we rewriting? I mean,
1: I feel like um, the sexuality is such a touchy, touchy topic. Very yeah, controversial. Very, like, you say one word, you
0: banned, call them. Yeah,
1: like you call them a different word. You're not up on technology. Like you're offending the whole culture. And that's not really what I wanted to do. I just wanted to make people aware that being gay can also be a generational curse. Talk to them. So when I was writing, I basically freestyled that chapter. Okay. And I had to rewrite it, rewrite it, rewrite it. Because I'm like, my whole purpose was to let people know when people think of gay people, they think of they was molested. So they're gay. They mm-hmm. were turned gay. They are confused. But what about if that's really what you were born? You were really right. born gay. Okay. And the generation before you was also born gay. Like it's not something that you were pushed into. It's something that you was born into. Okay. And that's just who you are. So basically, I when I wrote that um, he was telling his grandfather that he was gay, and it just was like, okay, I also battle my sexuality as well, mm-hmm. and I don't want you to be embarrassed about that.
0: Okay, and and that's the part I actually wanted to jump into, where he has a conversation with his grandfather, and it's like, "Hey, bro."
1: That's kind of like a Tyler Perry movie. Yeah,
0: it, it is, but <laughs> but it can be real too, though, in the sense of like, it don't have to be a grandfather, just uh uh someone of the past generation that
1: you confide in.
0: It. Yeah, and and even before you confide, they can already acknowledge you going through X Y Z, and then relate to it because they also went through it. Yeah, and. We, we we don't have to stay on the topic too long, but it's I'm all over for conversation. Um, I personally don't think that anyone is born gay. And not that I'm a big scientific guy and all that, but it ain't no way to prove it. Okay. And I don't have a problem with anybody that does whatever they do behind closed doors. So
1: what makes you think they're not born gay?
0: Because there's no way to prove it. If you can't prove that somebody is like that, then... I, I can't I can't say it's true. I'm also not saying it's false. Okay. Maybe the, the evidence will come in the future, you know. Okay. Past. So
1: if they wasn't turned this way or they didn't become this way because of somebody else telling them, mm-hmm. like he didn't know that his grandfather was gay. Facts.
0: So it just retired, was like,
1: yeah. hey, I'm battling my sexuality. Nobody knew, but let me tell you.
0: And, and and when I say born, I mean literally like from you coming from the womb, you that person is gay. Okay. I don't believe in that. Now, I do believe that and by environment, I don't mean in your household. It could be whatever you allow yourself to be around. Okay. And it doesn't even have to be a, a gay atmosphere or anything other than straight atmosphere. It could just be you surrounded by something and you like I kind of I vibe with whatever that is. And right. that's fine. But I don't believe that you're born that way. It could just be through your experience in life that you decide to go that way. And that's what I always say... It's well,
1: that's why I kind of live back to him like okay. playing with Barbie dolls with him. Mm-hmm. You know, the clothing, it's like we all have traits about us when we're kids and it just shows how we're going to be when we grow up. Like, you could just look at one of your family members and one of the kids like, yeah, I know she's going to be this way. Right. And if they're already demonstrating that as a kid, gay ways, then what do you do?
0: I mean, for me personally, I can't speak for everybody. If I see it, I'm not going to ignore it, but I'm also not going to empower it. I'm just going to let you take its natural course. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have any say in how that shaped the mold. So, for example, if you're a a boy in my family and you exhibit that type of behavior, I'm not going to treat you anything other than a boy. Right? Right. I'm going to still say, hey, you want to go Hooper? Right. I'm going to still love you. Yeah. And then whenever you decide to let everybody know right. or you decide <laughs> that like that wasn't the way to go and you ain't coming out because that ain't how you feel, then it, it's your business at that point. They going to
1: remember the uh, family member that embraced them.
0: Exactly. Like, I don't don't feel that you should shame anybody because of their sexual orientation. My only issue with the the community is, and not even with the community, because I can't say, like, they're doing it. It's the powers that be. It's the agenda behind it. Like, I don't think that that type of um, sexuality should be shown in every single thing that we do indulge in from an entertainment standpoint
1: yeah it's a very touchy topic
0: yeah it's like it's over
1: yeah and and now with tv it's like it's in every single show but
0: yeah i definitely feel that the the synopsis of this chapter is uh or powerful because someone can be going through a situation where they're just unsure they don't know and and having that individual that, that spoke for him or spoke to him was was not only comforting but it was like you really, I feel like I, I can't relate to it, but I feel like you might be going crazy in your head, trying to wrap your mind around whatever you're going, through, going through and having somebody that can relate to you, mm-hmm. that you love and that, that holds you dearly and you hold dearly that you know like, hey, bro, it's cool. Yeah. Like, yeah. I had that situation happen. Yeah. I'm going to say this too. When people don't have the skills, or example, to live by, mm-hmm. they push through and create one. Yes. Chapter seven.
1: Yes, absolutely goes back to that strong mentality, that strong man frame. Do you want it or you don't want it?
0: And what decides if you want it or not? Just the work you put in?
1: The work you put in, um, the circle you keep, Mm. what you do outside of work, you're reading, you're meditating, you're manifesting, your um, ability to stay focused, you know?
0: Mm. So meditating, uh, obviously I've heard the term before. Do you meditate? Yes. What does it do for you?
1: It calms me down. And,
0: and are, you sitting, are you sitting there like with the monk style, like the hands?
1: No, I like, just, like a, I, I, I used to, but now I just really just sit. Okay. And what I learned is when you sit quietly, God really do speak back to you.
0: Mm-hmm. If you get
1: in an environment alone and you just pour it all out to God, he really do talk back to you. Mm, that's
0: different. You got
1: to be willing to listen
0: and have that's him different. guide you. That's different. Um, I made this term up when I was like 14, 15. My brother and sister laughed at me he thought I was blowing smoke, but I think that shit real. And they <laughs> use it now to this day. I call it perspective day. So What's perspective? perspective day is we all go through our day-to-day tasks on a rigorous uh, uh, basis through in and throughout, right? And very rarely do we have time for self. To just sit back, like you said, in quiet and reflect on self. And in that moment, whether it be an hour, whether it be three hours mm-hmm. or 30 minutes, you learn a lot about yourself. Mm-hmm. And I made perspective day up when I was going through something at that time just because I didn't understand the situation. Mm-hmm. I knew I was in a situation, but didn't understand why, how, and how to get out. Okay. Um, so I made a perspective day, and I still do it to this day. I legit drive, and I go to like, Lake Shore or something like that, or I park at Lake and Zoo. And I sit there for about an hour, okay. hour and a half. It might be two o'clock in the morning. Oh. And, but that's the time that I make for self. Oh. And right. I go sit there and I think about whatever I'm going through at the moment. And then it helps provide answers yeah. to those questions. Yeah, Because throughout the day...
1: <clears throat> that's the sense of God's spirit.
0: It, I, like I said, I'm, it, I'm not super spiritual and, but or religious, but I do believe in a higher being. Yeah. And, and me and Maurice talked about this situation before. And people say that, that I'm cocky for saying it, but I think that they just don't understand the true nuances of what I'm trying to, trying to say. Okay. I look at individuals such as, let's just say, all the celebrities that our generation looks at, jay Zs, whoever you find to be successful, okay. and you follow them on Instagram and you like all their pictures, and you like everything they do, mm-hmm. yet you don't do anything to make that self-reflecting. Mm-hmm. And I say, you don't do it because you haven't tapped into your God-like ability yet. Mm-hmm. It's that simple. Yeah. And people will say, well, what you have? And I'm like, to some extent, yeah. yeah. Like, I'm not, don't get me wrong. I'm not hove. I'm not cold. I'm not any of those guys yet. Mm-hmm. But it's, I
1: feel like everybody in India did something before us.
0: Yeah, for sure. It, it, but when you tap into a godlike ability, when you see these these mere mortals just like us mm-hmm. doing these things that you couldn't fathom in your mind, yeah. It's only because they've tapped into a godlike ability that you also have, but haven't tapped into. In order to tap into it, you have to be as disciplined as you've ever been times 10. Yeah. Like, you truly have to put all efforts, all everything you have as a being into that particular thing. Yeah. And therefore, you will tap into your godlike ability. Yeah. And, and that kind of leads into like chapter nine, where it said it's your choice or it's our choice to change the circumstance. Yeah. Like, Rex. it's up to you. To make a difference for self, yeah, and and doing that, you gonna make a difference for everybody else. Like we hey, going We're not gonna doors. play
1: that victim role mentality. Like, I oh, I was born this way, I was raised this way, this happened to me. Once you get grown, you gotta stop it. Mm-hmm. You gotta heal yourself. You gotta accept it. You gotta move on from it. You just gotta keep pushing.
0: That's a fact. You I, got
1: people where they just drink and then they just cry and they just yeah, this ha- okay, yeah, it did happen, but you gotta
0: get over it. I had a motherfucker talking about all the things that was done wrong to them. And you literally doing the same shit in front of me, whether it be like drinking, like um, my peoples was alcoholics, and yeah. I was ignored and blah blah blah. But I just saw you take three shots and tell your kid you'll be with them in a minute. Yeah. You just said the same things that were done to you, yeah. and you causing the same issue for that child. Absolutely. Um, but that that's that's just weird to me to think just because I'm not at that that place. Um, so in order to have all this like. Understanding of each story and and, and growth as an individual, mm-hmm. you have to have a, some type of support system. Yeah. So for you, what is like? How does that cultivate your 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 creative side to create something like this?
1: First and foremost, God. Um, Shut up. I would say this year, God has really brought some strong women that didn't mind being mm. transparent, that didn't mind pouring into me. And that really took me a step ahead with my growth and made me just want to do more about women just telling a story. Okay. Once you see people like yeah X Y Z, I overcame this. I did this. I hustled this way, hustled that way. You're like, okay, I could do the same thing.
0: So I know that's why it's a year for women. It's a generation for women. If there was ever a time for a woman to be successful, it
1: really is
0: motherfucking now. You yeah. <laughs> like,
1: it is. Hey. I ain't gonna lie. Ain't no women path. making six figures doing lashes, doing a, brows, doing you hear me? Six hair, six figures, like they
0: getting
1: it and in a house, in a salon, in a suite, getting it.
0: And it's like I ain't knocking nobody hustle. That's just again, we Chicago born and raised. You don't knock hustles. And whether you getting it by real estate, through a OnlyFans, yeah. through an author. Through whatever the hell you doing. Yeah. Man, get your bag, bruh. Yeah. Get yeah. your bag. Yeah. Um it's 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 a different age. And, and I love it in the sense of I like this, I like the empowerment. Um, I'm not old school in the sense I am old school. I'm, I'm gonna say this because I got friends that, that, that differ. Wanting a woman to be submissive is not a crime. Wanting a woman to just stay at home and do whatever the fuck you say. To me, that's a crime. Yeah. Because I understand why, quote unquote, a woman would make a man's plate back in the day. Yeah. They understood that they man went out into a racist world to try to provide for them. Mm-hmm. And the least you could do is make the man a plate when he yeah. come home. That's the that's where the whole notion of a man having a plate or his plate being made when he came home comes from. Yeah. It's not because she's a woman, he's a man. Woman does what the man wants. That's not how it came about. Yeah.
1: I hate when people say we don't live in a generation of gender roles. Yes, we do.
0: We definitely God created
1: do. us as genders, and one is a male, one is a female. And that's forever gonna be around.
0: Preach. And that's
1: why most marriages and relationships don't last, and people got too much pride. It's forever gonna be gender roles.
0: Yeah. You just gotta
1: remove the pride and the ego to do your part as a woman and do your part as a man.
0: Getting to like life le- or lessons that you learned from this experience, like in the terms of writing a book, becoming a, a official author. Mm-hmm. And that journey since launch date, how has that been for you?
1: It's been good. I've been trying to think of ways to do more interviews, to go harder, to not settle, to not become comfortable. Okay. Um, that's about it. I I'm still wrapped up that it I'm not gonna lie, I'm still in shock that it happened.
0: So like, do you actually put it out there? Yeah,
1: that I actually put it out there. Okay. So I'm just trying not to get comfortable with that.
0: Okay, so what advice would you give someone That's looking to do something similar to you.
1: I would say take your time, but don't stop. Mm. And if anybody else is doing the same thing, don't ever think that yours is not good enough. Mm. You know, when I wrote this book, it felt like so many people was writing books, and I'm like, okay, why am I putting Mad now here or it's not long enough or it's not good enough? And I shouldn't even be doing this, and I shouldn't even have a book release party. But someone's just like, you gotta keep going. And I'm glad that I did see it through.
0: That's that's dope because Multiple people have similar ideas. Yeah. And out of those 10 people that have the idea, it's typically one person that follows through with it. So in that, talking about how throughout this conversation, how we can help individuals perceive life differently, uh, just to kind of like put that into one, one sentence, where do you see the culture moving towards, meaning us as a culture?
1: I see the culture moving with being more open. I see the Mm. culture doing therapy. I see a lot of people Mm. doing therapy. I like that. I really do like that. Because back in the day, everything was a secret. Back in the day, people didn't discuss stuff. So now with that social media platform, I do like it that everybody is uh, putting their meals on there, that everybody's... um, being more open, more honest, more transparent, the exercises, the journey with therapy, the journey with, okay, this person posted a long caption about what they've been through to make this business work when they only had $5. Right. And now this person don't mind being transparent as well.
0: I guess the ultimate question in terms of the book, because that's 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 your baby. Yes. Um, do you believe that the actions will impact the culture? Yes. And if so... How much of an impact do you expect to have? Or better question is more so, how do you quantify that impact? Like, how do you know it's successful?
1: First off, I love the feeling of grinding. When people give me that hot 20 for something that Mm -hmm. I put my all into, that feels good. Right. Um, And then when people give me the review that they actually like the book, they love the book, they took a gem from it they learn something new, it relates to them, that's a good feeling as well. And That's gotcha. all I ever wanted was to people, for people to be aware of something like, it don't matter if you're black, it don't matter what race you are, it don't matter if you're wealthy, it don't matter if you don't got nothing. I feel like those topics can relate to every family.
0: Okay. And for all, of, all the people we got watching, um, and just to say also, it does make an impact. It made an impact on me just because I started reading more. No um, and I think as long as you can touch one individual, mission accomplished, Absolutely. especially with like a topic and subject matter such as this. Like touch one individual, mission accomplished. Um, so where can our viewers pick up a copy of the book? Are we, what we, we kind of talked about it a little bit before with the okay. audio. Like What are we doing?
1: You can pick up this book at www.queenshantries.com. com. You can okay. get it on Amazon, and you can also get it at Barnes and Nobles. I'm not cursed, or am I?
0: Okay. And are we working on the audio?
1: Yes, that's gonna okay. works. I do want to do audio.
0: I think you're doing an audio book. I'm reading Will right now too. Okay. Um, and Will is uh, audio, he has an audio book. Okay. And I I read the first six chapters. Okay. Okay. And then I said, let me buy the audio just to hear it. I got more time when I'm in the car, whatever the case may be. So the
1: audio is better.
0: Man, it's like a whole nother book. Okay. It's, it's like when you hear, especially the author. This generation taking- is
1: so lazy. We <laughs> don't want to do hey, nothing. Hey, I'm
0: not going to cap. I'm <laughs> definitely one of them kind where I talk stuff to like people that do audiobooks all the time. Okay. Um, But I understand it if the author is reading it to you. Now, If it's okay. just like Siri doing it, okay. no, nah, that's not cool. But. Got it. With the wheel book, for example, and what I'm uh, like, kind of advising, like I think you should do is when you're articulating, you're gonna have certain certain passion when you're saying certain yeah. things and breaking certain things. Yeah, and when I'm t- hearing Will talk about, I'm in like chapter thirteen or something like that. I'm talking okay. about devotion, and I'm like, I can hear the passion yeah. in when he speaks, and I think you'll have that same uh, resolve and understanding when you start speaking in your book when okay. it becomes audio. um,
1: that's going to be one of my goals.
0: To really I can't wait. Done. I'm going to reread it for a third time.
1: Yeah. Um, Just to hear it back.
0: <laughs> hell yeah. And are you working on any like new projects? Like what's, what's up and coming? What we got in the works?
1: I would love to write another book. I'm not sure what angle I want to go with or uh, what topic I want to hit, but I would also love to write a movie.
0: Mm. I don't know if I want to write
1: a movie about generational curses or a play. But I would love to go a little bit farther
0: with it. I think a movie about generational curses would be dope. Like I'm trying to think of a movie um, where they did a bunch of skits with them, like one movie, like tales from the, I say like tales from the crypt type okay. thing. But like when you, even if you did one of the, because all of the stories are kind of dope. So okay. even if you did one, like you said, Tyler Perry, and just do a movie for each Absolutely. chapter. Absolutely, I would love dope. to do that. Um keep me definitely keep me on the the lookout for that i'll definitely watch um but other than that like again i appreciate you coming out i think that this is a dope conversation thank you um i like the realism i like the transparency uh it's been a pleasure having you on the first or the second episode of it is what it is and anything you want to say to the people about 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 chan's and what they should be looking out for
1: Look out for more projects. This is just the beginning. This is really the beginning. Um, more podcast interviews. Um, I submitted for my book to be in a magazine. Ooh. So we just going to keep grinding. All
0: right, cool. And um, I say this all the time to end our episodes. It's always a pleasure discussing different ideologies, different experience with individuals. Absolutely. And we're not going to always agree with everything, but that's what a conversation is. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, It is what it is. All right. Appreciate y'all.